Restoration Church. My name is Benai Gagney, and I just want to say I'm not his dad. Um, welcome to Kids Takeover. I'm going to be preaching today. Before I do, I just want to say hello to some people. I want to say hi to the kids in Plymouth, Milton, and online. Can we get a clap for them? And I want to give a very special shout out to the pastor's kids in every location. Levi, Eloise, Zaylin, Zerafin, Abram, Asher, Benton, Theo, Bobby, and Johnny. I want you to know it's very special to be a pastor's kid. You get to go on a lot of, you get to go to church a lot. You get to go on trips like summer camp. You get to learn about God a lot and you get a closer view on how awesome God is. And think about it, in 10 years from now, I could be all your youth pastors. Um, all right, let's uh, do a recap about what we've been talking about this service this month. So, so the kids, we're in sermon called Deeper. If I want to tell you guys what we've been learning about. I'm going to show you some pictures to help you remember the sermons a little better. Week one, my pa- pastor Nate, a.k.a. my dad, if the picture comes up, <laughs> wrong one. Um, when we need roots to survive a drought, the drought that Jesus taught was problems and persecution. If you have shallow roots, you will leave Jesus when problems come. If you have deep roots, um, you will follow Jesus when problems come. Week two, Pastor Jeremy talked about a deeper walk. If you don't have a deeper walk, you, don't, you look like the stump. There's no fruit on the stump. There's no shade. There's no growth, and there's no benefit, and you won't feel the abundance of God. In week three, my dad preached about a deeper community. Um, We weren't made to be alone. We were designed to grow in a community. Today is week number four. I want to show you another picture. We are talking about deeper doctrine. The tree is blown over because it had roots in sandy soil. If you guys can open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7, we're going to read something that Jesus said. It was part of the Sermon on the Mount. It was the first time Jesus taught in the public. Jesus was talking to his disciples in a very large crowd. Some were his disciples, some were deciding whether or not to be disciples, and some were just there to see what all the excitement was. Jesus taught starting at verse 24, Matthew 7 verse 24, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it, is wise like a person who builds house on solid rock. Though the rain comes and turns and floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house in sand. When the rain floods come and the wind beats against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Can we look at the picture of the tree again? What type of foundation did the the tree have, a rock or sand? Kids, shout it out. Yes, it was sand. That's why it fell over. What is Jesus teaching us? To put our roots in his teaching, his Bible. His teaching is the rock. The sand is when we build our life on our own feelings. Feelings can be wrong. 
One time, I felt like someone was living in our attic. I would get home, the door was open, the TV was on, the lights were upstairs weirdly. But the truth is, no one was living in our attic. If they were, my mom would make them do chores. <laughs> Even though I felt like someone was living in our attic, there really wasn't. The second thing about feelings is feelings can change. How you feel today can change tomorrow. Anyone here ever felt like they were a superhero? One time I felt like I was a superhero. When I was little, I thought it was Batman. Then I got my first allowance and I was sadly no billionaire. <laughs> Even though I thought it was a superhero, we weren't. In Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Instead of your feelings, your foundation needs to be the Bible. Why? Two reasons, the Bible is true. I know I'm young, but I've seen some miracles, like with my brother Abram's lungs. It was par partially collapsed this month. We prayed twice at bedtime for it to be healed. The next morning, he had a lot of pain, and, the, and our doctor made us go to the ER. They did some x-rays, and it showed that it was open again. Let's thank the Lord. <laughs> now, let me define a doctrine. My dad gave me this definition. Biblical instructions, especially as it applies to lifestyle application. If we put it, in, if we put it into different words, it is Bible teaching, that makes me want to be a better follower of Jesus. So deeper doctrine means following every Bible teaching that Jesus taught. Some of, some of Jesus' teaching is hard to do. Look at the kid's memory verse, love your neighbor as yourself. It can be hard to love your neighbor, it can be hard to love your younger brother and sister. I guess it can be hard to love your older brother and sister, but my younger brothers have a really easy time loving me. When, <laughs> when we are mad, we want to ignore Jesus' teaching. We, we, we don't want a deeper doctrine. But if we try to get revenge or we choose hate, we become that blown over tree. We've built our life on sand. Some of his teaching is hard to understand. Turn your Bibles to John 6. There was a big crowd following Jesus. He just did a miracle with over 5,000 people and the crowd was saying, give us more bread and do more miracles for, his, for us, prove that we should follow you. And this was part of what Jesus said back to them in John 6, verse 53. So Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of son of man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. They thought it meant that Jesus was crazy and he really wanted them to drink his blood. Rather than understand, some chose to walk away and that is what happened here. In John 6, verse 66, 
Jesus says, it says, at this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. They were thinking, I don't want to go deeper. I don't want to dig deeper. I don't want to try and understand. I would just walk away. We say, Jesus made me mad and hurt my feelings. He wanted me to change. He said I was sinning. And then some of us walk away. Jesus asked, the, the, Jesus asked a question I want to ask you. John 6, verse 66. Then Jesus turned to the 12 disciples and asked, are you also going to leave? Are you all gonna leave him? Are you, or are you gonna go deeper and build your life on his words? Peter answered on John 6, verse 68. Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. The band can come up. What did Peter do that was different? He went deeper. Everyone else was looking for bread and for miracles. They wanted Jesus to do stuff for them. But as soon as it became hard, they left. Peter went even deeper into Jesus than everybody else. He went deeper than miracles and bread. He built his life on the rock and not the sand. Peter said, you have the words that are eternal life. I want to invite you to go deeper, to give your life to Jesus, to build your life on his words. He gives he gives eternal life. He gives a dominant life. I want to lead you in prayer to follow Jesus. Will you close your eyes as we pray? If you want to give your life to Jesus, repeat after me and raise your hand. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. For me, I believe you are God's son. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and save me and be my Lord. I thank you and I love you, Jesus. Amen.